Hello! Hello and welcome to the Tony Awards. Tony with an I. The podcast where we go through the entire filmography of Tony Collette, plus the select filmography of under un, other underrated actresses. Under other. I am midway through it truly and ready for the final finale. Finale B. Finale B of the Tony Awards. Joining us for our first segment, we have Friend of the Pod. Partner of Jake Everhart. Partner of the Pod. Brandon Sargent. Hello. Hello. Calling in from, where are you? From our home. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I sprung um, that on you. In New York City. I was just trying to catch you in a lie. <laughs> He's at Iggy's. Yeah. He's doing karaoke. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in between songs at karaoke right mm. now. In Australia with the gals. Yes. Um. So, Brandon, I understand that you have some awards you want to give out at the first and last official annual Tony Awards Awards. Mm -hmm. And uh, what would that be? Yeah, well, I just want to start off by saying thank you so much for having me back for the 10th time, I think. <laughs> um, I have to say it was such a rush being on the, the pod for the first time for Diana and me. It was like the rush of a high-speed car chase almost. <laughs> <laughs> So thank you. It was such a rush. Um, it almost killed you. It almost killed me. I think that Brandon Sargent is the Princess Diana of my life. At least of the pod. At least of the podcast. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. That's like the, that's your own award. To start with. <laughs> Princess Diana of the pod. Yeah. <laughs> I would like a plaque, please. <laughs> um, okay. So my first award I would like to give um, was the best gay person of the pod. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, best gay character. And um, I the, the nominees are Ooh. the gender performer from Diana and me and the host, Jake Everhart, <laughs> who is also now a gender performer. <gasps> That's right, you are. So who's so, the winner? Um, <laughs> gender performer number two, Jake Everhart. <gasps> oh my god! Yay! Do you have a speech, Jake? I don't. Um, I think my gender performs for itself. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> and my um my second award, the category is best drinking buddy. Aww. Um, and the the nominees are Bridget Everett from Fun Mom Dinner, mm -hmm. of course, Ma. <laughs> don't let her drink alone and oh no we will never let her drink alone and the grandpa from little miss sunshine oh rest God. in peace i miss mm -hmm. him wow he died in and, the movie and in real life i know oh i didn't know he died in he real was life. alive when we started the pod he was loving me alan arkin the passage of time all right your pod alan outlived him <laughs> <laughs> so who wins that award the winner is best drinking buddy is Ma. Yes. Absolutely. And we'll never let her drink alone. We will not. Um, shout out Shay Vassar, friend of the pod, mm -hmm. told me yesterday via stand-up routine that after her mom died, her dad wanted to watch like a heartwarming movie with her. So she put on Ma and her dad got upset. <laughs> oh, my <God. laughs> I mean, oh my god. That warms my heart. Mine too. All right, speaking of um, rest in peace, Alan Arkin, uh, Brandon, I uh, hear you also are presenting our in memoriam segment. 
Yes. And right before that, I have one more final oh, award. I'm sorry. Wow. Sorry. Classic but, me interjecting. Yeah. <laughs> um, but my third and final re- uh, reward, my third and final <laughs> award, um, the category is best performance by a dissociative identity disorder alter. <laughs> and the nominees are Alice, mm-hmm. Buck, T, and Rachel Berry. Oh my God. <laughs> And the winner is Alice. Yes, oh, I love her. Okay, some yeah. Alice Alice mm-hmm. representation. Alice who Alice, doubles yeah. as um Kitty in the hours. Exactly. Same character. Mm-hmm. Exact same. Same actress. Alice from United States of Terra. Oh. is the same character that she played in the hours rain rain and Mackenzie are here but they don't have and maxim allen and connor kvechian but um only me jake and connor have headphones <laughs> yeah, it'll all make sense later yeah okay jake do you want to introduce <laughs> yeah yeah we're gonna you can edit around me being stupid um i'll all edit right. around myself being stupid as well well and me too please <laughs> on a sadder note we would now like to honor those who have gone before us in relation to the Tony Awards. Brandon Sargent, take it away. This is a special segment known as In Memoriam. Among those we have lost, we... (laughs) Among those, you mean you didn't have, rehearse the thing I wrote for you an hour ago? <laughs> scribbled <laughs> out piece of paper. As the podcast comes to an end, we will remember those who have been left behind. Recording a podcast via Zoom. The nineties, <laughs> Australia cinema. Now that Tony is an Italophile. <laughs> like someone who likes Italy. I know. Okay. <laughs> she's and Italian finally, now. She literally She's is. transracial she, her, Italian. Her Italian <laughs> accent is insane. It, it's <laughs> probably her natural speaking voice now. Mm-hmm. Um, and last but surely not least, all of the friends we had as podcast guests whom we no longer speak to. <laughs> <laughs> You know who you are. You know who you are. And I know I'm one listening. of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not here in person, so. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you very much, Brandon. Thank you so much, Brandon. That was lovely. Thank you for your patronage over the years. Thank you for your solemnity, sol- solemnness in, so, so. <laughs> in delivering the in memoriam. You guys are so welcome. Oh. All right, now. Drive your car really fast away from here before the paps catch you. Oh, I will. <laughs> I'm literally I'm driving and and texting and on the podcast all at the same time. And that's why Princess Diana died because mm-hmm. she mm-hmm. was texting and driving. She invented yeah. the cell phone and yeah. recording a podcast. Yeah. Yes. I love you, Brandon. Okay. I love you. Love you guys so much. Bye. 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 Hello and welcome back to the Tony Awards. Tony with an I. We have joining us Ms. Mackenzie Jaquish. Hello. 
Mr. Maxim Allen. Hey. Mr. Connor Kivetchen. Hey. Hey. And Ms. Rain McGowan. Hi. And today we are delivering some awards to the movies that we've seen over the years. Um, How many years, Sam? Four years. And a half. Four. Yeah. May 2019. Whoa. To August 2023. <laughs> <laughs> four years and one quarter. Yes. We can round up. Yeah. Four yeah, years hello. in Q1. Wow. Well, so we have some of our most illustrious guests from the past joining us. All stars. I'm very curious before we get into it. What were your guys' favorite movies that you covered on the podcast? Because we had some bad ones and we had some good ones and uh, we had some in-between ones that I don't even remember. I feel like I only ever got bad ones. You really did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you guys gave me like the worst. Justice movies. for Picture Claire. Okay, I need to be honest about something what? because this is the final episode. Sam asked me to be on her comedy podcast. Mm -hmm. She texted me an hour before and was like, I'm not going to be there. Show up at this random apartment. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I show up. I have never seen Picture Declare. <gasps> I just, I was like, it's going to be a po comedy podcast. We're not going to actually discuss the movie. You didn't watch wait, it? Wait, 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 wait. I did not. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Roll back the tape because I was there. Yeah. Sam was not there. Yeah, I was not there. <laughs> Melina was there. I feel like you I'm watched the really movie. good. Liar. I don't actually know if I watched the movie. To be <laughs> guys, I mean, I definitely did, but I don't know if I finished. You would it. say something, and then I would just like in my mind be like, "Oh, I'm sure this happened next." <laughs> You're such a good actor. And then I would just play off of that. Oh my god! Yeah, I have to re-listen to that episode. <laughs> wow. I mean, it's probably mostly Melina talking about like, I don't know, Amber Heard. Yeah. Oh no, that was before that, right? Yeah. Pre-Amber Heard. Pre-Amber Heard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pre-Amber Heard world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Jumping around, Maxim. Okay. On the pod. Uh, you had me on for two. Uh -huh. There's Boy Next Door mm -hmm. with Jennifer Lopez. <gasps> and then there was a movie. Animal. Animal. That's what it was. So both were terrible in their own ways. Uh, but I think Boy Next Door really stuck to me <laughs> because... Every time I see anything about Jennifer Lopez online, I have no respect for this woman anymore. <laughs> like, <laughs> and especially after you, did you guys see? I'm sure you saw like there was that clip that was going around on Twitter where she's like walking around. She's like, "This is my old house," and there's a man on the porch, and he's like, "Go away! Who are you?" <laughs> <laughs> that, I didn't that's see that, that. And that was you. Oh my god, Jake! You'll you'll love it when you see. It. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go on the record because I've been a little harsh on Jennifer uh, on the pod. Um, I was never ever talking about her as a musician <laughs> or as a celebrity. I was only talking about her choice of film roles mm -hmm. being not the best. She's a box office draw. So I was talking I shit about her as a person. <laughs> I'm not a box mm. office draw. Neither so, am I. You know what? You could be one day. I could be. <laughs> did, you, I know. <laughs> did you guys watch Mother? Is that the one that was advertised in the subway? Oh, the new one? The new one. The Netflix one where she's like a what? mother. She's a mother. That's she's all I like know. a mother ninja situation. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why no, did she, they have to make her a ninja? I think it's called Mother's Day, actually. Because it came out on Mother's Day? No way. There's already a movie called Mother's Day. It is one of those like, No, there's also already a movie called people. Mother. Yeah. It's oh, yeah, the that's mother. true. The, the mother. The okay. the mother? <laughs> yeah, the it's mother's like better. She's like a high-speed assassin or something, what? and she's a mom. Wow. Women really can do it <gasps> Which is also a movie I literally came up for her to be in last week. 
I think. <laughs> That's also Spy Kids. We, yeah, well, oh. but that focuses on the kids. It is a 42 yeah. on Rotten Tomatoes. Not too bad. Okay. It's better than I thought, honestly. <laughs> I've, I've loved movies with worse ratings. <laughs> yeah, well, on this pod, too. On yeah. this pod. All right, Connor, uh, what was your favorite movie you watched? Uh, I've gotten very lucky because I got Monsters, Inc., Ooh. which Ooh. just amazing and i got marry me i asked to be on that because <laughs> i had a lot of takes i don't like the movie but i like talking about it and then pieces of her which was Ooh. absolute garbage but yeah. i was in the phase where like if i start something i'm gonna finish it and i watched that whole thing and it was the most disappointing ending to a show the most unsatisfying ending yeah. um last week you couldn't remember what it was called yeah well i have the list in front of me yeah. now <laughs> i yeah <laughs> I'm glad I did not have to watch the full thing for the podcast, and I'm mad at myself that I did watch the full thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> full disclosure, I really just did not want to watch Marry Me, and so I didn't come on the podcast. <laughs> well, that was me for uh, Disenchanted. Yeah, I know. Right. Mm-hmm. We've gotten transparent in our old age. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Rain, what was your favorite? Okay, my favorite was probably Nightmare Alley, which I know uh-huh. a lot of people didn't like. I thought I was going to hate it. Loved it. But I think n- it's not a movie, but my definite what I liked the best watching was United States of Terror. Hands mm-hmm. down. I mean, mm-hmm. I'd like seen it, but that is my favorite thing on the list that I've watched. Absolutely. And it's, it's her best performance. Interesting. It's so her best performance. A, ca- a stacked True. cast. True. Stacked. Brie Larson before she got weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, before she went YouTuber. John Corbett mid Aiden. Yeah, <laughs> John Corbett essentially as Aiden. Mm-hmm. When is he well not? as bigger Aiden? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I do not like Aiden's weight loss Ozempic. on and just like that. He looks AI. <laughs> he looks really bad. I think he looks sexy, but then again, that's just shows he looks like he's in chemo. <laughs> that's no. what Zempic does. He looks. That's why it's the <laughs> no, he doesn't. He's wearing that straight jacket and he has all that hair. Yeah, he looks like I just want to <clears> tuck him into bed and. Make him watch the original Sex on the City. <laughs> <laughs> just, just the season three is being changed. Yeah. Yeah. And you give him like a Mufasa speech where you're like, remember who you are. Yeah. Oh, he remembers because he won't go in the fucking apartment. Yeah. Anyway, Rain, I just have to say that's interesting that uh, as our, I would say, resident uh, Adina consultant on the pod that you <laughs> yeah. didn't pick anything she was in but right i mean right. obviously enchanted will always have a special place in it's my okay heart. you can't just throw in a You're top like, three too late now <laughs> too late now <laughs> too late now but i'm sure we'll get to it sam yeah. what was your favorite uh the favorite thing that we've ever Besides covered Sarah. on the pod mm-hmm. um i've seen muriel's wedding the most mm-hmm. since we've covered it so probably muriel's wedding mine would have to be eight and a half women <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> It's as weird as it sounds. Actually, weirder. Um, it was really bad. It was like a comedy about women being forced into sex trafficking. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, but it was Italian. It was Italian. <laughs> it was Italian, and it was from like 1997. And Tony was full boob. The I don't think she wore a piece of clothing the whole. Tony was like a, a shaved head Swedish woman. Huge boob energy in the 90s. Yeah, she was Tony. always showing her tits. I don't know. I mean, last week we decided that what the best movie we'd ever oh, watched was right. was Bound. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Versus The Hours. That was the final two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I'm, I think my favorite is probably Home on the Range. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> so should we get into some awards? I agree. This is the Tony Awards Awards, after all. Mm-hmm. We're giving lots of awards. 
Should we do best overall prop first? Do you yeah. want to go first? Sure. Um, my best overall prop was mental health. <laughs> <laughs> because so many properties we covered dealt with mental health. Yeah. Tony in particular. We, we watched had, like three movies about autism. Tara, The Black Balloon, Mental. And then yeah. you have Je- Juliet with Gilbert Grape. Yeah. Yellow Jackets when she goes to that spa. <laughs> mm. <laughs> she goes to men- Promises in Malibu. Lots of mental health problems. Yeah. <laughs> or 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 studies. Studies. studies <laughs> the serial killer A-tudes. movie with the kid. Like minds? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> he was fucked up. Where like Eddie Redmayne like convinces another teenager to kill people mm-hmm. just by like being really cool. <laughs> he's like, if you're really cool, you'll kill somebody. And it works. That's yeah. how you do it. I would then, that would work on me, I think. Yeah. <laughs> we'll we'll talk after the pod. Yeah. <laughs> What about you, Mackenzie? Um, I said it the day we did the episode, and it holds true. Jennifer Lopez's fanny pack in the wedding planner that mm. had makeup, a Red Bull, Advil, water, <laughs> everything you may need for a wedding. I, just I want love that life. I love having two separate beverages in yeah. one fanny pack. It can hold it all. Mm-hmm. What about you, Maxim? I think um, it's a, it's actually a set piece. It's um. It's my friend's basement studio in oh. Brooklyn, New York. Oh. This podcast is recorded. <laughs> no, I, I um, this one's tough because I only watched two movies. My my knee jerk reaction is the creature from Animal, the animal from Animal, because the costume was awful. Yeah, it was like truly man in a suit, um, old school Godzilla. <laughs> so I'm gonna say that one. The animal kind of looked like that inflatable rat that they post outside of strike sites. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what it looks like. Mm-hmm. But it's funny because I don't actually remember what the animal looked like. I just remember the excellent acting and production value. <laughs> once, once again, they did a, that movie actually did a great job of not showing the mm-hmm. monster until the end. Yeah. However, when we did see it, it was like it might as well have been a Muppet. Like it was <laughs> it was not I kind of want to watch that movie again. Me it's not too. worth it. Are you sure? I loved I that movie. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> I just remember the the guy the, the thing that stood out to me from that movie is like the, the actual animal and then the one they go into the house and there's the one dude up they're talking to the people downstairs they don't even introduce themselves yeah. and the one guy upstairs is like it's not going to work and then he like <laughs> hangs out on the top of the house the whole movie oh know? yeah that guy was that guy yeah that was me that's what I'll remember from yeah. that he's like those two hecklers from the Muppets mm. <laughs> he was yeah, just up there that's what he was oh my god <laughs> not contributing just criticizing that's kind of like what we are. <laughs> this, our existence here. Mm-hmm. What about you, Connor? Um, I do want to speak on behalf of one of my favorite movies that got snubbed during your um, your brackets, which is The Way Way Back. I didn't watch it mm. on behalf of it, but I did watch it while you all were recording here. And it is one of my favorite comfort movies. Um, there's... I. I I still don't think like I'm going to take it serious on this first one. And I'm going to say the door in monsters Inc because it's just so, so classic. Um, but I just like the scene when Peter is playing with the action figures and his mom calls him out for like being a nerd or something, those action figures, that kid, that kid's got a lot of gumption. <laughs> and the way, way back. 
the way way back yeah i think that movie's just tainted for us because it was literally the last recording we did pre uh yeah and the, and the <laughs> oh, guests were God. two guys that i had dated and i tried to make them talk about it and they said no and then <laughs> the pandemic was declared yeah. that's like a day later i knew i knew there was a backstory because i'm like there's no way that thing goes out in the second round that movie <laughs> wow ai mm. did it and i never saw andrew lazon again <laughs> Really? No, I I did. I saw him. Um, no, I. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, rain. Best prop rain. My, I think this was. I think I said it in the episode, but my favorite prop is still the tiny, gorgeous little gun that Kate Blanchett has in mm. Nightmare Alley. So it's chic. Cute. It's sophisticated. It made me want to buy a gun, which I never will, but <laughs> I would consider it if it was chic. That is the best gun that I've ever seen. And I hated yeah. that movie. But that yeah. gun was sick. It was great. When she like dangled it, I was like, oh was my God. It was very feminine. It reminded me of like those long like feminine cigarettes that they used yes. to sell. It's that exact energy. Mm -hmm. Like one cigarette in one hand and another gun. I'm just twirling it on my finger in the other hand. <laughs> the like 1955 <laughs> ad writes itself. Yeah. Know, or visually. Yeah. Is it this like little tiny gun that she's yeah. holding? It's yeah. Ivory. It literally yeah. fits in a coin purse. Wow. Literally. It's like. Probably. Doesn't even look like it could hurt somebody. It's no, so small. I feel like you would shoot me and I'd be like, "Ow, oh, come on. <laughs> but she uses it. Doesn't nice. she shoot him, spoiler alert, with that gun? She does. And he fucks up his ear or something. Oh, he starts yeah. to die from it, but he doesn't. But he doesn't. He doesn't. And he That's becomes the, 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 geek. The, the geek. I was going to say the gink. <laughs> the gink. <laughs> Comes a little ginked. Yeah. Um, I have two best overall props. Oh, shit. The first <laughs> one is um, from Kiki Palmer's episode of SVU, and it's Hurricane Katrina. <laughs> <laughs> and the second one is the CBD edibles that I took before we recorded our episode about Jump In. And then I was uh, very calm and had zero insights for the entire episode. And I was <laughs> acting really, really weird. And then I apologized on mic to our guest. <laughs> <laughs> We all have those days. Uh-huh. So the next award <laughs> is best overall moment. <laughs> Can you tell we were drinking when we came up with this? <laughs> <word>? um, <laughs> best overall moment. What does that mean to you, Sam? To me. Okay. Well, should we go in reverse order for this yeah, one? Okay. Yeah. My best overall moment um, was when Tony Bowl came on for Dirty Deeds, having watched the wrong movie. He watched a different movie that was called Dirty Deeds that Tony Collette was not in. And I said, didn't you notice that Tony Collette wasn't in it? And he goes, I thought she was. <laughs> <laughs> so Only matched by Mackenzie Jayquish pretending to have seen Picture <laughs> <Claire>. <laughs> So this is a moment of the pod. That's what I did, but anybody can interpret it in any Creek. way. It's open-ended. I love that. Rain? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. So I did it. <laughs> Based on a movie, but That's not fine. okay. So, so did I. my favorite moment was when in Disenchanted, Enchanted Two, um, mm. Adina Menzel belts for longer than fucking humanly possible <laughs> in their like transition into. She's like, I didn't look it up to see what she's doing, but she's like, This is during love power. It's during fucking love power, <laughs> and she belts so long, so much they're like, we could wrap it up. Like it's not even <laughs> impressive. Um, and that was my best moment. I think it really kept my attention. But have you tried lip syncing that on the street? Because that might be fun. Would you believe I haven't? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was my best. Love you, Adina. Connor, what about you? I, I'm guessing Maxim. I'm kind of piggybacking on his, but it might be his uh, 
for this category as well. But you all were our first ever <laughs> clients at the studio. And mm-hmm. uh, I want to point out it's a very nice bookend because Mackenzie was also here the first time you recorded. That's right. Uh, That's which, right. Yeah, it's on the center of our board with Polaroids here. I'm trying to look at it right now. What is... Was it? No, is the wedding planner? I think so. Yeah. Wow, that was only your second. So you came back five more times, but that was a very special moment for us. Uh, I'm sure we'll talk about it more on the podcast, but you all have been absolutely fantastic to work with. So many other moments, but that kind of started it. Um, so I'll, I'll leave it at that. That's my favorite moment. Hey, you guys have a high degree of consistency, and you're the only show we have that just Everyone that's going to be on the podcast, you send like a an email to and the Instagram DM. Like you actually make sure people show up for your show, <laughs> which is crazy because a lot of people do not have these very basic project management skills that you guys have. <laughs> so you you guys have been great. I'm glad we get to be a part of the final episode. And you guys got to be a part of the studio too. So oh my God. I have to say all that consistency is all thanks to Sam. Because when she was on vacation, I literally forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I sent a text being like, is this happening? Is <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just me though. <laughs> Solo. And I will say it's not my best moment. My best moment is when we were doing Animal and we also had Vikrant on, Vic SC. And uh, mm. there was a moment we were sitting down here and you guys are sitting up there. And there was a moment where you guys started doing that thing where you talk about a certain actor, actress, no one's ever heard about <laughs> and all the things they've been in. And me and Vic just like looked at each other and like shrugged, <laughs> like <laughs> silence. It's like, okay. Let's let him go. <laughs> I'm like dying to know who it was that they were talking yeah. about. Someone in that movie. It was uh, like one of the probably like, Peter Pan. Peter Pan. The guy oh, was who he played in that movie? the guy. Yeah, yeah, the guy who played Jeremy Peter Sumter. Pan live action. Or maybe Paul Iacono. <laughs> yeah, it, it was one of those like <laughs> rabbit hole things where it's like every time we bring up a movie, you know that they can tell you who exactly is in it and what happened, and that's like that encyclopedic knowledge. That's part of the fun of the show, but it's. Very intimidating as a guest. Aww. Not a bad way. <laughs> I know you guys are cool, so. <laughs> um, I think mine would be, again, showing up for Picture Declare, having not seen it. Mm-hmm. Um, Melina handing me what she said was just a sparkling water, and it was Spike oh. Seltzer. <laughs> and then the whoever you guys were producing with at the time gave me a shot. Oh, Joey. I just like proceeded to get more and more drunk. I talked about being infertile on that episode, <laughs> like just wild nonsense things. And you and I had only met one time before yeah. that. Yeah, at, at Pete's um, Candy Store. And wow, what a what a friendship that has grown through this podcast. Uh-huh. But yeah. That's my favorite thing that I've ever done is invite somebody I met one time on a podcast and then text you an hour before and yeah. say, so sorry, I will not be there. It's going to be you and two people you've never met before <laughs> yeah. at the apartment of somebody you have also never met before. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I'll share two, one from a movie for you, Rain, and then oh. <laughs> another of the pod. Um, the movie Best Overall Moment, I have to say, this makes me sound hetero, but is J-Lo's uh, pole dance to Criminal. Oh, oh yes. No, Jake, that makes you sound lesbian. Oh. Okay. <laughs> and then my favorite podcast moment, it's probably just a series of moments, but it's always when I was like last minute. Rushing out the door. I uh, finished the movie at 1.25 speed, like two minutes before I have to leave. Uh, or if not even. 
And then texting Sam, okay, who's this guest? Do I know them? Have I met them before? No, I haven't. Okay, great. I'm already late. It's in my own neighborhood. Just, just <laughs> moments like that is for, really made. And it, testing the boundaries of my procrastination. <laughs> Sam, I wouldn't have it any other way. Neither would I. And I also procrastinated so bad when we started recording in Bushwick on days that I was working from home. Mm -hmm. I was starting movies at 4.30. I know. I was looking at your location sometimes. And I was like... <laughs> Walk on Garden Street, girl. <laughs> oh, sorry, that's not where we are. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Garden Place, Garden Place. New Jersey, Garden State. <laughs> okay, the next award is Best Acting Moment. Jake, what was your best acting moment? I mean, we got to go with, well, you know, I'm just going to throw a couple out there because um, the August Osage County dinner scene. Mm -hmm. Chorus, Meryl Streep, everybody's there. Abigail Breslin doesn't yeah. tip. Um, <laughs> and also, obviously, Tony's Oscar clip. Oh, yeah. From The Sixth Sense, where she, what does she say? Do I make her proud? Do I make her proud? Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Which Jerry yeah. Williams called overwrought. A little overwrought, he said, yeah. but He said very overwrought. He hated that scene. Well, it was the heart of the movie, so. Exactly. I don't want to tell him. Mm-mm. What about you, Mackenzie? Um, acting moment. Oh, I mean, Jennifer Tilly and Dancing at the Blue Iguana when she has the vodka in the gimp suit and is throwing it on the guy while the other girl's crying. And it's all improvised. And I'm a slut for improvisers. So, yeah. Very true. Very yeah. well documented. Yeah. <laughs> Follow Pretty Funny Comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Maxim. Let's see. I wasn't on this episode, but I know you guys covered it. So I'm going to say when Tony Collette is like crawling on the ceiling in Hereditary. Oh. And then when she saws her head off. Because yes. I watched that last month and I was like, this is, I forgot how good this is. So it makes mm -hmm. the whole movie. Not really, but I mean, it's a high point. No. It's memorable. I love <laughs> having seen Hereditary enough times that I'm like not scared by it. I'm just watching it as like a Greek tragedy. <laughs> and I'm like, this poor family. How Oedipal. Mm hmm. I like when that's when I first saw that scene where he wakes up in the bed and she's like on the ceiling in the <sighs> shadows. So good. I lost my shit. I like watched it alone at like 10 when she PM like crab walks across the. Yeah. <laughs> so good. I, I was losing my cool at that. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, Connor, what about you? I don't really have a lot of good acting moments to pull from from the ones I watched. One is animated. The other one is pieces of her. And then Marry Me was not a good display of acting. Hey. What, you think? No, I'm just were kidding. You, were you here for that one, Jim? No, I didn't no. watch it. Um, yeah. It was just like all not great writing. So it's got to go to Mackenzie for pretending like she watched that movie. <laughs> got to go listen to that episode later because I'm just like. Uh-huh. How did I not realize? <laughs> As I said before, you're going to just hear more about my life. I feel like we didn't talk about the movie. Yeah, because I don't remember what yeah. it's about at yeah. all. So. You were quizzing me about Degrassi. Okay, like, that, that tracks. <laughs> Rain? My best acting moment is in the hours when Tony comes over to Julianne Moore's house and tells her that she like has to go to the hospital for a few days and then they kiss and Tony like fully doesn't say anything or like register it it is full on alice from tara but it's just so good and even one lesbian moment from tony really resonates you know what i mean mm -hmm. yeah oh how about in the hours with meryl's on the kitchen floor oh remember that scene? she's like floor. fighting with ed harris 
Is that and it? She's like sits down in the kitchen. Or oh no, my she's, God. she's crying and then Ed Harris's lover yeah, comes yeah, in. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I got to rewatch the, I can't believe, that was fully 2019. Damn. Is that not insane? Yeah. I got to rewatch. Was I that put, your first pot up? <gasps> mm-hmm. I think and that so. That was only the second time we yeah. ever hung out. I literally after the Adina CD signing after that <laughs> fateful day. <laughs> wow, man! Uh, my best acting moment was me pretending mm. not to be high during the COVID episodes we recorded over Zoom. Yeah, I was smoking too much and uh, not having much to say. And mine acting moment, another one is that you acted like. You could hear me at all in those episodes <laughs> when I went back and listened to a few of them <laughs> preparing for this. I'm literally like, <laughs> and you're just like, what? <laughs> the next award is best look. Um, Luke. I have a few for these. The first one that came to mind was Tony Collette as Bryce Crane on United States of Terra. I wrote looking like Lydia Tarr, but then I looked up a picture of it and she's just in a suit and it doesn't even fit. She has a kind of uh, Bob Pixie thing though. She like puts her hair up with like uh, like badly. Oh, that. Oh, and then she cuts her hair. That's no, right. But That's then, right. Yeah, when she's in the waterboarding scene, <laughs> she has the, the cunty. She's like waterboarding a a pumpkin and then she cuts her hair and that's what makes John Corbett freak out. Yeah. (laughs) Misogynist. Okay. What was your best look, Rain? Okay, also from a movie that I was not on for, but Hereditary. Mm -hmm. I feel like Tony Collette's look when she's like finished with her like big monologue and she's just like looking at her son with such fucking disgust. Like, I think about that truly every day. It's so fucking good. Love it. She's amazing. She's so good. Connor, what about you? While the acting wasn't great, Jennifer Lopez in that opening scene when she's singing Church in Marry mm. Me, looking pretty good. Church was the best song in the movie. Uh, Church. You, yeah. You uh, didn't really need to watch more beyond that. Literally not at all. Not at all. Gonna go watch Church, listen to Picture Claire podcast. <laughs> <laughs> on my list now. <laughs> Wait, also, I'm realizing I interpreted this award as a look a character gives someone else. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why I... Her outfit in that scene was good. I mean, she was wearing like a mom cardigan. cardigan. I literally was like, what's a look someone gives? Her hair is like half up, half down. Yeah, I mean, she's she looks amazing. Do you have a favorite Luke? No. I wish. (laughs) All of them. I love them all. Mm Mm-hmm. Maxim. This one is I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know. I'm gonna I'm gonna say pass on me. Maybe Sully's <laughs> fur and monsters ain't <laughs> pass. <laughs> um, I was lucky enough to get to watch Chippendales with mm. you guys. Right. And that one had so many to p- pick from, but Juliet in it. She just killed. She has these like weird fake teeth in, a wig that's obviously a wig because it's the <laughs> 80s, and just glitter from toe to tip. It's gorgeous. Um, mine is Tiffany's uh, arrival look into Curse slash Cult of Chucky. Like, first time we see Tiffany in a long time. Mm-hmm. She's blonde. She's wearing fur collars. She's so ready to cause mayhem. Yeah. So I was that was my favorite. She always looks so good. Mm-hmm. Um, the next award is Best Gay Moment. Wow. Mm-hmm. 
Do you Am wanna... I starting off? Yeah. Yeah, I have the best one and okay. no one can top it. <laughs> uh, okay. And it's not necessarily explicitly gay, like as Disney would say, mm-hmm. um, but it is, or no, exclusively gay. <laughs> uh, it is the scene of Waterloo from Muriel's wedding. Oh, yeah. When Tony and Rachel Griffiths perform Waterloo, uh, lip sync, they lip sync Waterloo by ABBA. At their enemies. And yeah. And it causes their enemies to implode. And they're somehow. in outfits. Yeah. That was a great look. The, I know. I was trying to pick between. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Mackenzie? For look? Oh, no. for best gay moment. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> I promise I'm paying attention. Um, best gay moment <laughs> would be the love story between me and Sam that's been slowly growing mm-hmm. um, through these six episodes. Like, I'm ready for marriage. I'm going to ask your parents. <laughs> um, and then let's do it. Let's get this. Let's get this going. Spin off. My mom's homophobic, so good luck with that. But <laughs> then my dad's biphobic. cool. My mom's biphobic. My mom is homophobic. Because oh. <laughs> biphobia is not real. <laughs> oh. Erase it. Maxim. Maxim, what was your best gay moment? This one's tough. I don't know. The two movies I watched were so hetero. Pretty straight. Very hetero. What, Monsters, Inc.? No, I watched oh, no. Hannibal and Boy <laughs> Next Door. I watched I Jennifer think... Lopez get coerced into sex by a teenager, and then I watched people get eaten by a man in a rat suit. Um, so both of those things sound pretty gay to yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like living in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, queering the cinema. Yep. <laughs> what about you, Connor? Jake kind of tipped mine. It is Mike and Sully and Monsters Inc. <laughs> the whole movie. <laughs> the whole movie. Classic top bottom. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is, I, I have already given this award for something else, but the moment in Nightmare <laughs> Alley where you think that you're about to see Cate Blanchett topless. I know that doesn't seem gay, but in that moment, my community, <laughs> collectively, our blood pressure rose. We got our hopes raised and destroyed. When was that? She at one point is showing oh. Bradley Cooper a scar and she literally unbuttoned oh. it. And you're like, you're like, it's happening, it's happening. Like you're ready for it. And then, and then like she's an like, just getting bitch. It's a, full it's torso a scar. scar. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, all right, fine. It literally made me feel like a sh- an incel. I was like, take it off or don't. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I was pretty gay in that moment. Um, my best gay moment was when Adina Menzel called Adam Sandler annoying in Uncut Gems. Oh, yep. You are so annoying. You are <laughs> the most annoying person I've ever met. <laughs> that is me coded about Adam Sandler. <gasps> What's your problem with and Adam I, Sandler? And I don't Listen support. To the episode. Mackenzie did a whole podcast about Adam <laughs> yeah, Sandler. In my best friend's basement podcast studio. So. <laughs> He's just not a very gay moment. <laughs> well, okay. period. We'll talk about it later. Period. I love Ooh. your amendment to the name of the studio. My best well, yeah. friend's basement studio. Wait, I'm so sorry. What is it? It's just my friend's basement. Well, it's because you should Connor be best and Maxim are my point. best friends. <laughs> <laughs> what? Whose series was Uncut Gems a part of? Which actor? Adina Menzel. Okay. Mm-hmm. She plays his wife. Not oh. Julia Fox. No. Yeah. I would definitely mm-hmm. know who that who is. Who plays his Julia Fox. <laughs> uh. <laughs> um. The next award is a custom award. Oh, shit. I can go to anything, anyone. My custom award was most psycho character award. Oh. It is a three-way tie between Tony Collette in Birthmark when she had several children for the purpose of conducting scientific experiments on them. 
Ross from Friends in The Pallbearer, when he did a Dear Evan Hansen and then fucked the dead guy's mom, mm-hmm. and then Tony Collette in The Night Listener, when she pretended to be like a 10-year-old boy with AIDS to be pen pals with Robin Williams. <laughs> I think they all win. I think they you all have win. a huge grudge against David Schwimmer and Paul Bear, though. I know, but it's a... It, As if you didn't fuck your dead friend's mom, like, last week. That was a different me. <laughs> um, Bad job. <laughs> Rain, what was your custom award? My custom award is called the She Played a Lesbian Once Award because in college, a professor at our school whispered to me in my ear about Julianne Moore. You know, she played a lesbian once at one point. Um, wasn't out, but evidently I was. And the nominees are Allison Janney for playing a lesbian once, Julianne Moore for playing a lesbian Actually, three times. And <laughs> Kate Blanchett for also playing a lesbian once. And it's going to go. Once? Only once? Oh, wait, no, twice. twice. Wait. That we know of. It's Carol and Tar. 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 Wait, what about mm-hmm. Ocean's Eight? Are they not? They're fucking. She's right. riding a motorcycle. She, yeah, she's she's tough. Um, <laughs> but anyway, I am ultimately going to give it to Allison Janney because she has played a lesbian only once that I know of. Um, what was that in? The Hours. Meryl Streep's lover. Oh my god, I forgot right. she was in that. It's so Jesus. good. She has the lobsters in the sink. Yeah. Stop. She like makes sense as a lesbian to me. She like, makes so much sense. On as a some lesbian. of them, I'm like, wait, are you gay? It's but like I Natasha Leone. It's like Natasha mm-hmm. Leone. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Wrong. She played a lesbian once. LGBT achievement award goes to Allison <laughs> Janney. <laughs> Kate's like, how many times do I have to do this? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I'm shoving it down your fucking throats here. Like, Connor, what was your custom award? Most tangents talking about the movie Wicked <laughs> goes to Sam and Jake. Which movie, part one or two? Both. <laughs> it was. I think, I don't even, I lost track of the number of episodes. I think it was two months straight. And it hasn't come back for a while, so I'm curious. You just brought it back. <laughs> can can I we ha- even address the SpongeBob? Can I do a, can I do a brief interjection? Mm-hmm. One of the optional awards we had was best guest appearance. Uh-huh. And I wrote um, Connor dragging us for talking about Wicked multiple weeks in a row. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the time, that. And the it's time more that, about him than us. <laughs> and the time that we confirmed that he was straight because we were talking about whether straight people exist. Oh, right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, I never, I never want to assume that someone's straight. <laughs> I would hate to. I would never. Maxim, what was your custom award? Um, I'm going to go custom award for best eyes, and I'm going to go Mike Wazowski. (laughs) (laughs) Best eye? Best eye. (laughs) Um, Mine is a redemption award for the National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. I was not asked to be on that episode. I listened to it, though. You guys dragged it through the freaking mud. And didn't deserve it. It's a bad movie. It's, it's a, a classic. classic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not all classics are good. Most are bad. But this one is this one's good. Have you rewatched Snow White recently? Hey. It's bad. No, 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 We're no. We're not no. talking about Snow White. Snow White. <laughs> We're talking slaps. about Clark Griswold. No, it's Snow not. White Slaps. There's so many songs at the door of singing about how they work. Yeah, but the Queen. <laughs> Slay. The queen's cool. Oh my god. Man, uh, the queen's cool. When she dips the apple. All right. Um, she's a hag. What was wrong with <laughs> yeah, Christmas, Christmas vacation. vacation? What was wrong with that? Yeah. It's not it's funny. Not good or funny. How <laughs> dare you? When he gets tra- trapped under the semi truck when they're driving. <laughs> mm-hmm. The cat as a gift. The cat as the gift. And I then the cat gets set on fire. I remember. Actually, the neighbors, when the lights come on, 
The uh, Uncle the, Eddie, the grandmother saying prayers and just said, uh, "What is she?" Does the national anthem? Yeah. yeah, this is more than we talked about the movie on the episode. <laughs> yeah, I felt really bad when we recorded that episode. Why? Because Joey had grown up with it, and we both hated. Oh it. yeah, <laughs> our sound person at the time, he just had to sit there and listen to us rat on. And he was the guest, little... also. Oh, he was okay. Good. At least yeah. he did. At least he could have a say, I guess. He did have a say, yeah. But you know what I mean, like contributing. He could have just been sitting there saying, nothing. "Oh yeah, that's true." Kicked us out of his apartment. Mm-hmm. Hi, Joey. <laughs> Hi, Joey. <laughs> what was your custom award, Jay? Oh, well, I actually mind a little long, so it's good that I'm okay. last. Um, I decided to give an award to the best animated movie that we watched, and I went through and I counted all of them. Yeah. And this is doesn't include stuff that's like half and half, like Stuart Little. Mm-hmm. So, um, but that one wouldn't have won. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we had Thief and the Cobbler, very first movie in production for Spent, 30 years. Yes. Um, <laughs> which Tony had like a line in. Uh-huh. What? Uh, I I would have never guessed you guys would have covered that movie because that movie rules. It was our very first episode. No way. Whoa. Oh it was like a Tony Collette episode. has a line in that? She yeah. plays the, what does she play? I don't remember. You were listening to the episode before I was. we recorded this. <laughs> Very cute. <laughs> okay. Um, anyway. Sorry. Yeah. Thief and the Cobbler, The Magic Pudding, which stars John Cleese as a magic pudding. Yeah. Um, Mary and Max, which I forgot about, but it's about this old man oh and my little God. girl who become friends. Propaganda. That one's rough. Propaganda. Uh, the Box Trolls, which I think I liked a lot, but also... I was, was so was, drunk when we recorded that episode. It was like Because I was coming right back from getting Dinner with Friends, which is the name of another movie that we covered. Um, hey, Jamie. All right. Uh, Blinky Bill... Which that one was rough too. Yeah, I don't remember anything. About no, that. I remember Tony. She plays those two ostriches. Oh fuck! She goes, yeah. "I knew her when she was a chicken." Remember mm-hmm. that? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Frozen. Now we jumped way ahead. Frozen. Frozen two. Mm. Monsters Inc. and Home on the Range. So there's a lot to pick from. So I'm gonna narrow it down to a top three, and then we'll pick the winner. Uh, top three for me: Frozen. Um. Uh, the box trolls. <laughs> and Home on the Range. Had to be. Had yeah. to be. So what's the winner? I'm gonna go home on the range. I'm a little skeptical. Guys, I'm gonna vote. Well, oh, I'll we're vote. voting? Yeah, I we're thought we were voting. picking you because you you picked Home on the Range. You really stood your ground. I think I it was over Chucky. And then you abandoned mm. Home on the Range. So I'm <laughs> I I question your loyalty to the picture, even though you do love it. I know, but I. You fought against your mom for your love of Home on the Range. Uh-huh. No way. What's that about? Jake's mom came on yeah. the episode for Home on the Range and was like, "This is one of the worst movies I've ever seen." And Jake was like, "I love it." And our other guest was like, "I love it." I mean, it. she's the one who bought it for me on DVDs in two thousand four. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So her fault. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna say the winner is Frozen. Yeah, yeah, that feels right. Mm-hmm. Sam's shaking her head. <laughs> No, because you know what? I don't like Home on the Range, but I didn't have to listen to that 9-11 song on the radio every day of my life for like what, 10 years. What are you talking about? <laughs> Why was it on Wait, the radio? That's never been on the radio ever. Let It Go was oh, everywhere. Oh, I you were talking about the 9-11 song. No, I'm saying Let It Go was so <laughs> yeah. like everywhere that I hated yeah. Frozen just Do because of the overexposure. After I first saw it in Times Square in 2013, freshman year, I came back to your dorm room and I played the song for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it never, I never stopped. Yeah. Remember when I was like, yeah. what, what does she say in it? And I was so thrilled. She was like, <laughs> what does she say in it? What's the second verse? 
Uh, 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 I love oh, oh, I'm one with the wind and sky. Uh, I remember looking at you going, wow. <laughs> and you're like powerful. literally in laying flat on your back on mm-hmm. Tumblr, probably. And being yeah. like, wow. Cool. <laughs> Wait, what is the 9 11 song from Home on oh, the Range? Oh, there's a sad song in Home on the Range. <laughs> and who was who? Alan Menken. Alan Menken had been contracted to write the songs for it. But the movie changed plot so many times over the course of its development Mm. that eventually he kind of just started writing songs and was like, put it in there. Uh, And he was feeling upset about 9-11 one day. (laughs) So he wrote a sad song and then they put it in the movie. And in the movie, the context is the cows are sleeping under a rock and they're sad that their farm's being sold. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) And it's raining. (laughs) Oh, my God. And it was a good song. Mm, I think the yodeling song is better. But that's America. Right. We get to choose. Well, <laughs> 9-11 or yodeling are two options. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. And that was my award. So the best movie is Frozen. Sure. Best um, we also had some optional Oh, awards. I came up with something for all of those. Oh, all of them? Mm-hmm. Did any of you come up with anything for the optional awards? Yep. yep. Should we freestyle? I love a freestyle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to share? I name an award. Um, best venue. I wrote oh. my friend's basement. Nice. Oh. nice. My friend's basement. <laughs> I wrote any uh, any scene in pieces of her where there was a green screen. They did such a bad job in all of those. I was like the light, like you almost see the shadows of the the cast is terrible i'm so glad we got you to watch something that we did not watch (laughs) (laughs) i don't know if it's ever been talked about the actual finale i know we all discussed a little bit but it was like the worst finale to the show what happened um the mom (laughs) killed the dad yeah hell yeah and uh the daughter the, the mom is Tony, right? The mom yeah. was Tony. And mm-hmm. the daughter then shows up, like, goes back to the home where they were both almost killed. Like, apparently no one's going after them anymore. And they don't say anything. They're both just standing on the beach. And the daughter just kind of gives the mom, like, a knowing look, like, I get it. And that's yeah. it. It just cuts. It's just like, I've come to terms that my mom was a murderer and a part of all of these gangs that, like, planned to murder other people and, like, lived a really troubling life. But... She's my mom. Yeah. Everybody has a pass. Yeah. So it's Mamaganda. Wow. Uh, it was it was a brutal ending. I'm like, there's you just stopped writing. Yeah. That's what happened. It seemed like the strike started then. <laughs> <laughs> In every like writing class that I've ever taken, like creative writing and like playwriting, I always had so much trouble writing endings. And the number one feedback I got was this isn't an ending. You just stopped writing. And it's so (laughs) nice to see that um, sometimes things make it all the way through production, post-production, and they still don't have an ending. You don't need one. You know what, Sam? I'm thinking of ending things. Oh, my God. Mm. That movie sucked. That movie was so bad. (laughs) Um, Um, I have a best guest appearance. Okay. Um, and it goes to my mom, Pam. Yeah. Finally yeah. making her way to the pod. Mm-hmm. Very combative about certain <laughs> things. Mm-hmm. Where do you think I get it from? Oh, there we go. <laughs> no. What was she combative about? Uh, the, the place. The awards going mm. to the beginning. <laughs> Very much. Oh, yeah. It. She hates that. She hated that. 
Joke's and then on you, switched. mother. The wards are all the way through this one. <laughs> <laughs> she's great, though. No, she's sad yeah. that it's ending, for sure, because now she has nothing to listen to in the car. I'm Did honestly any- scrolling down the episodes to see what movies you've watched. And you guys have watched <laughs> so many fucking movies mm-hmm. that yeah. I would have no idea, like, I felt like I only came on the show for bad movies, but there's a lot of good movies in this too. And I wasn't mm-hmm. expecting that. I know no. it's dumb to say, but I'm Well, surprised. we try to do, you know, like we did actual movies that people have seen and yeah. also movies people haven't seen. We talked about Nope. Oh, that was my winner for best award show snub. I wrote mm. <laughs> for best award show snub, I wrote Anaconda, Animal, every Jennifer Tilly movie and Nope. You think <laughs> Animal should have been nominated for awards? Yeah. Did Nope not get anything? No. No, nothing. What? Wow. Wasn't nominated for a single thing. That's crazy. Genre at bias. the Oscars, at least. I don't pay attention to that. That's ridiculous. Crazy. It's really nuts. My best snub was JLo for Hustlers. Snubbed uh, from. Mm. My best snub was the National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation <laughs> <by> the Tony <laughs> Awards. Um, uh, who had the best music career? Oh, I mean, Tony. Jennifer Lopez. Is this a <laughs> bit? Mean, on Tony. Uh, um, Duncan in The Way Way Back singing some Ario Speedwagon. Ooh. That was a, he got the girl with that song oh, right okay. there. That was wow. a good moment. Tony got me with that was a good Trevor moment. Was <laughs> <laughs> There's another award. Well, don't forget about Juliet and the Licks. Yes, Juliet and the Licks. Very good. There's another award at Best Unoriginal Song, oh. which is what we call covers. <laughs> <laughs> that actually was the one, Duncan. He yeah. was doing a cover if anyone mm-hmm. wasn't clear. He didn't make up an Ario Speedwagon song on the spot. <laughs> yeah, mine was um all uh All Out of Love by Air Supply covered oh. by Max Tony and Tara Gregson. Yeah. Um mine was when Juliet Lewis sings Rid of Me by PJ Harvey in Strange Days. Oh. Mm-hmm. I don't remember that. It was really good. It was really good. Anyone else have a song? I don't know if mine had any. Can I just throw out a hot take? I was yeah. I found uh, something. Uh, the openings, the first song from Rent, amazing. Mm-hmm. The rest of Rent, trash. That's my hot take. Wait, opening song meaning the one meaning where they, Rent. they do the numbers. Oh, 500. That's not Wait, the opening song. Isn't that like the opening last song? song? That's the, the beginning song? of Act it's, Two. In the, the movie, it's the first it's the song in the movie. Song, that just proves that you don't. You think I'm going to go see that shit in theater? I'm not a theater kid, okay? Yeah, that song. That song slaps. The re- I don't know if you're the crazy for that. Different, actually, but the rest that song you're actually blows, and the rest of it <laughs> fucking rocks. That song's Whoa. really bad. Interesting. Um, the song "Rent" is really love good. Love you, A. Love you, Bohem. B. I should finale tell you. A, finale B. Mm-hmm. There's a song we can all agree on from a different movie that does slap. What? what? Uh, put that thing back where it came from. Yeah. Or so help me. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That one was True. really good. The soundtrack to Monsters Inc. was great. Randy Newman. If I if I didn't have you, Enchanted. And Disenchanted. That's how you know it was so good. You know, mm-hmm. you know for a fact Disenchanted did not have any good songs. No, it didn't, <laughs> but it definitely had songs. It had that really long note. <laughs> it had the one song with the villain. Oh, wait, what is it? Uh Better Batter or whatever? Cuntier? I don't know. <laughs> Better Batter. Like, yeah. I'm cuntier than you and yeah. Adams. I forget. It was terrible. Yeah. I loved it. Did you guys ever do Tarzan? Did that ever come up? No, no okay. we didn't. Soundtrack. I mean, I mean we all know it's never amazing. covered Mini Driver. Are you gonna oh, well she was in something though. She was in conviction with yeah. um Julia Lewis. And Hilary Swank. Yes. Uh <laughs> um sorry about the tangent. <laughs> You're really sticking with that raspberry. Yeah. 
you know, um, the I don't like Hillary Swank that much. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever seen her in anything besides um, <laughs> Iron Jawed Angels. Either. No, I saw her in Conviction. She was fine. That's right. Did she deserve two yeah. Oscars within five years? Probably not. She has two. <laughs> what did she get Oscars for? For playing a trans boy in oh. Million Dollar Baby. And boys don't, boys and don't cry. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought you were saying playing a trans. No, no, sorry. I was naming another movie. Yeah, sorry, yeah. yeah. Boys don't cry like, and million dollar baby. Yes. Yeah. Um, I've won for best crossover. Oh, what's that? J Lo in Marry Me and her own life. <laughs> that thing was a mirror image of what was happening in her life. Be like, yeah. I gotta leave the person I'm supposed to marry and go with some. Oh, like with Benifer? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. she was with A Rod, and then that all kind of fell apart and Marry Me came out and that's like the whole plot. She's been married like six times. Really? Or engaged six times. I don't know which what it was. But it was whoever pitched that to her is like, hey, just so you know, this isn't about you. (laughs) But clearly (laughs) it was. What do you mean? I think she wrote, directed. (laughs) (laughs) Multi-hyphenate Jennifer Lopez. I mean, you can't deny she is a multi-hyphenate. Of course. How strong the hyphens are. Or Actor, the multis. Yeah. Singer. Dancer? dancer. Oh, dancer first. Dancer. Yeah, yeah dancer I'm not first. writer. There's a book. There's a book. There she a wrote book? a book. A book. Did she write it or did she, she? ghostwrite it? So ghostwrite they covered on Celebrity Memoir Podcast. Wow. And the way they put it is that there was a ghostwriter who was uncredited. And I kind of want to believe that. Yeah. I yeah. hate yeah. it when they uncredit them. I know. Yeah. It's so shitty. Why don't you just get someone to write a biography of you? Yeah. Like, that's what yeah. I want. Yeah. Yeah. At this point, like I assume you used a ghostwriter. Like yeah. I don't care. Mm-hmm. No one. I feel like in, like like unless you're like no Britney one is like Spears, a writer. I don't care. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I love Britney, but come on. I think if you're gonna use a ghostwriter, just do a podcast. Just yeah. say if you're gonna dictate to someone and like be too yeah. lazy to write a book, just Literally, say to a microphone. Not just go on Mark Marin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you asking Britney to come do a podcast here? Which one? Spears. Oh, that'd be dope. <laughs> Wait, which ones were you against? Yeah, which which Britneys were you not for? I don't know. I, I name all the Britneys. <laughs> if I There's get Britney Spears and don't quit your day job, legend. I would quit the pod after that. You would quit your day job. Yeah, I would quit my podcast. Be like, it's over. We've peaked. Britney Spears. That's it. Hell yeah. Um, did anybody have anything for best scene? Ooh. Um. Oh well, I had a couple. Um, Waterloo, which I already mentioned. Mm-hmm. I am your mother, also a meme, you know, and uh, Jandis laughing from camping, mm-hmm. Julia Lewis. If anyone hasn't seen camping, uh, Lena Dunham's interesting, Lee Bad HBO show about people camping. It brought an end to the creative partnership between Lena Dunham and Jenny Connor. Oh. They wrote this series and then said, we are never doing this again. But Juliet actually is the funniest, one of the funniest characters I've ever seen yeah. on TV in that in that show. So mm-hmm. her laughing maniacally. If you look up Juliet Lewis camping Jandis laughs, <laughs> you'll find it. And I think it'll be funny out of context yeah. as well. Do you want to know what my best scene was? What? In the movie Hitchcock, which is um, a biopic of Alfred Ooh, Hitchcock while he was directing Psych. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he's like going nuts. And there's this really disgusting scene of him gobbling tuna out of the can that was really, really hard to watch. 
And I think about it sometimes and I get upset. That's the best <laughs> scene. And that's what art does. That's what good mm. art does. It unsettles you and it makes you not want to eat. <laughs> How about the scene in Nope when the monkey killed everybody? That was also a good no scene. No actress in that scene, but you know, that, was, a good that scene. was good. Monkeys are actors. There's I forgot about the monkey. The, the monkey was played nope, by a guy but, also. Okay, but... He's the focus of our next podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> People who have played monkeys. Yeah. <laughs> well, what's his face? Gollum guy. He played all the apes. Oh, Andy yeah. Serkis. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say my best scene was gonna be one like from Nope. Yeah, and I forgot about the monkey. But when they when the the thing sucks up everybody the yes. first time and you hear their screaming mm. inside of it, fire, so hot, so good. Really. <laughs> Oh, on that note, actually, I have a segue into another uh, award that I thought of Okay, that you can answer or anyone can. Um, this is Best Monster oh. in any of the movies we've covered. So we have Jean Jacket from Nope, mm-hmm. uh, Krampus. That's right. Krampus. The Anaconda. <laughs> the Animal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Salma Hayek Vampire. <gasps> and Olaf. <laughs> you didn't put payment in there and King Paymon or Not any of Paymon. the monsters from Monsters Inc. <laughs> no, but they're so warm. You're right. You're right. That one monster scary though. Ralph? The like, yeah, yeah, the like lizard. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Steve, Steve Buscemi. Buscemi. Steve Buscemi. Randall. 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 Oh, yeah, and yeah, Mr. Yeah. Water News, the crab CEO. Oh, mm. right. Yeah, I'm trying to think of other. Which one's your favorite? Monsters. Because we haven't talked about Krampus that much, and yeah, I didn't like Krampus. Krampus. You didn't like Krampus? No, that's better than National Lampoon's. Oh fuck (laughs) off! It's like not even a little bit, and you're just you're just trying to fight with me. Did you see Krampus? Yeah, I've seen Krampus. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's a classic. (laughs) The thing about National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. It's a movie you can keep on in your living room while you're cooking, making cookies, whatever. You pop in for two minutes, boom, you have some micro scene, tons of Christmas vibes. The plot doesn't have to be so cohesive and good. It's all about delivering the Christmas energy. Uh, Can Krampus do that? Yes. Yeah. I thought you were talking about Krampus when you said that. No way. Um, Is Krampus that good? And I I was like, yeah, well, it's... um, No, it's actually not (laughs) at all. Neither is National (laughs) Olympics. It's not a complicated movie. Mm. So you can pop in and say, I know what's happening. And then leave the room for a half hour and then come back and the same thing will still be happening. Much like many Christmas movies. Did you you guys see Violent Night? Yeah. That's an instant classic. It's It's just rated our Home Alone, basically. And they even reference yeah. Home Alone. And it's Santa. I don't know. Mm-hmm. We did really anyone, enjoyed it. Did anyone read that book growing up where Santa was like evil or something? No. Santa's twin. No. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. That was part of my childhood. <laughs> evil Santa. <laughs> I think that's just a book your mom wrote for you. Maybe, well. <laughs> to make you dislike <laughs> she, Christmas vacation. No, yes. what? Uh-huh. Wow. <laughs> Brainwashing. <laughs> Close. Yeah. Well, it sounds like Krampus is taking a lot of a lot of good uh, publicity for this yeah. this award. Krampus wins the monster for me because mm. I love Christmas. Oh, <laughs> my best monster is Doctor Dillamond from Wicked. Mm. Ooh, is who they the haven't movie? announced his casting is he yet? Not in the movie, I'm holding out for Henry. Winkler. Were they saving his casting for the last ten days of shooting pre-strike? <laughs> who knows. <laughs> I can't believe that Wicked's going to come out even later now yeah. because of the writer's They strike. haven't pushed uh, back the date. They haven't? No, because it's still like over a year away. 
Yeah, are they but, making a movie? They can. But you've lost yeah. over a yeah. hundred days of shooting. Though. Sorry, come on. Ariana Grande's going to be in it. Just, what? I just yeah. want to point out, I didn't bring it up this time. <laughs> this was they, natural. Um, <laughs> I think the biggest monster Sorry. is Ariana Grande for being a homewrecker. No. Yes. The biggest the biggest monster is SpongeBob for wrecking his own home. How about that? <laughs> Broadway SpongeBob. Yeah. Broadway's SpongeBob. Mm-hmm. Um. Is there anything else we have to say about uh, Tony Collette, oh Idina Menzel, Juliette Lewis, Jennifer Lopez, Kiki Palmer, Palmer, or Jennifer Tilly? So you guys have had how many episodes is this podcast? Like two oh hundred? Over probably over two hundred, but I don't know. Over two hundred episodes. You I guys have checked. Covered. It was like one hundred ninety-five. That's it. Yeah, because we took a break for so long. So well, we took two hiatuses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way. I feel like it's over 200. I can check right now. Let's count. But like, <laughs> count them up. All right, class, we're going to go around the room. Everyone read <laughs> name and description. Popcorn. Popcorn. But it's like 200 episodes, and you guys have covered six people, basically. Yeah. Which is very thorough. Oh, my God. It's very wow. impressive. 162 episodes wow. total. Oh, whoa. That's it? That's it. Okay. <laughs> That's a lot, though. I feel Jake like in a way, though, that's better than if you guys did like one ninety five. Sure? Yeah, because then why not go so for five close. more? Yeah. yeah, Tony had like eighty credits by herself. Yeah, and then we did eighty more. Well, do you think mm. a year is fifty two weeks? And I don't think you, at least since you've been here, it's about three four months per actress, maybe six months, which is about yeah. thirty. So. It makes sense, yeah. but if you had gone all the way through since 2019 every week, you would have hit 200. Yeah, but we, but we took the COVID hiatus, and then we mm-hmm. took another hiatus. Yeah, because I was... Because we didn't have any money. <laughs> <laughs> so this is not the final episode. Is that what that look is for? <laughs> no, it is. It depends yeah, on if Tony Collette comes out with another movie that I want to see. Well, we did not cover Mafia Mama. No, that movie was fine. But the door is left open for a sequel. Yeah, that's to right. The pod. We have to keep them wondering. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Season yeah. two, 160 episodes. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this has only been one season. <laughs> <laughs> Recorded in like five different locations. Yeah. Three different boroughs. Damn. How did you guys meet like the first time? College freshman Actually, orientation. Actually, I was going to say this orientation? is orientation. 10. Uh, and we're just a couple, a few days shy of uh, 10 years of us meeting. Yeah. Wow. This week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who That's approached really who? Nice. How'd that work out? Well, we had been Facebook enemies. We'd been Facebook enemies. Before school In the started. Facebook group. <laughs> um, but then I because was Because I commented on a meme that she posted and she was like, you're so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> and I also said I was an Anglophile. You said that you were an Anglophile. You were like, I love Harry Potter. Doctor I love who. England. I yeah. love Doctor Who. And I was like, so annoying. And then I was making posts. Are there any other feminist bitches in here? <laughs> and Jake <laughs> was like. Before, Sam's Bob was so. Oh, yeah. At the time. Um, but yeah. And then we hung out. Well, we walked to school. Yeah. I was friends with your roommate. Right. So. We um, walked to school in the same like pod one day. Yeah. We attended a couple of workshops. We skipped the same workshops. We spent all night. In, in the 22nd floor lounge of the dorm. With a group of like six people. And we literally stayed up all night and went to 
Dwayne Reed at like 3 a.m. and yeah. Hot Pockets. Mm-hmm. And then became friends. How did you and Connor meet, Maxim? Buka. We met at the worst open mic to ever exist at the <sighs> best Nigerian res- restaurant to yeah. ever exist. Ooh. It was a really good. What feature. open mic? At Buka? Pre pandemic at Buka. It was on Fulton oh, Street. Okay. And um, seven minutes for free, five nights a week. Seven nights a week. That was the best deal in New York in terms Damn. of stage time. Wow. But wow. let me tell seven you, minutes. when it was like, it was all comics. There was barely anywhere to sit. So we're all standing in this bar area. And the Jesus. regular, like the people who were there to eat and drink, hated us <laughs> wow. like they would so actively like turn away anytime someone told a joke and we would just go there and just bomb every night for months yeah. but that's where i met connor i met my wife lee like oh, wow i met a bunch of my close the friends there. the boncore roommate I, upstairs you met lee during the pandemic pre-pandemic oh okay pre-pandemic yeah so yeah we met lee at this like the same time like we were that's so cool we were both there pretty much every night yeah. of the week um it's really weird because that the restaurant exists somewhere else now. Just up the street. But um, but the, yeah, like the core group of friends we made there. That was like the go-to spots. We're like, well, we did a couple mics for it. Do you all want to go? And then we would go there. Man. And yeah. then seven minutes for free. And we started a podcast yeah. way back yeah. then. But, yeah. but this is not our final episode. This one's about you guys. <laughs> Rain and Mackenzie, how'd you guys yeah. do? <laughs> Such a good story. It's crazy. Rain, I... take it away. I came down into the basement. Yeah. Um, and then there you were. And we just kind of locked eyes. Locked eyes. <laughs> Sam asked, have you guys met? And I think we both were like, no. No. <laughs> yeah. Not yet, but. Yeah, yeah. It was beautiful. A lot of adventures to come. I think mm-hmm. it was, yeah. I can't remember, maybe like an hour ago. I think almost two now. That's almost crazy. Two. I That's know. Crazy. That's so weird. I can't believe it. Time flies. Oh my God. <laughs> Why did I think you guys had met before right now? <laughs> <laughs> Best um. acting moment. Um, <laughs> actually, Sam, uh, I have to say, it's just crazy that we've been recording this podcast almost as long, almost, almost half of the entire time we've known each other. Yeah, that's really which weird. is nuts. We've been recording this podcast for an entire college length of time. More than that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. What's next for you? Fucking nothing. Um, I'm gonna go home, edit the episode that's coming out tomorrow. Fuck, I have to go back in time in my brain. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I was just thinking, I feel like pre-pandemic, I was so much more willing to go to bad open mics. Yes. Mm -hmm. And now if there's no good open mics, I I just don't do anything. Mm Mm-hmm. I used to drive an hour and a half to Fort Collins from Boulder when I first started Fort Collins to go to an open mic for four minutes because they had regular people in the crowd. Yeah. Wow. I would never travel. What are Colorado open mics like? They're like breweries and there's like actual people there. But like when the open mic starts, half the people leave. (laughs) But (laughs) the ones that stay are usually good sports. Yeah. Bigger space. So there's like more places to hide. Yeah. I Mm. I used to walk from the pit. The big theater on like East How dare you 28th Street. As if or I'm <laughs> the representative of that. It's almost like you produce eight shows at the pit or something. <laughs> it's almost like it's 11, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but from Stryker, yeah. Yeah. But I, yeah, but I used to walk from the pit, Stryker, um, to Niagara oh, on God. Avenue A. Whoa. That's oh, so far. That's from- I want to point out, though, I mentioned this off air, I think, but I met both of you. Pre-pandemic. Whoa. Whoa. 
<gasps> yes. Yes. Oh so you knew you recognized us from our our award winning improv team. Um, <laughs> tight principles. Yeah. Uh, Fight Club. You took down <laughs> just and one prov. Yeah, that that was a crazy. Andy Vega. Vega. Not hard mm-hmm. to take down a one prop. Uh, <laughs> no, but he, it was, you were still. Yeah, it was very rush. close. Yeah, it was pretty close because he brought all of Fordham University. But we brought every single person we've ever met, mm-hmm. and yeah. then we went and then we're like, "Well, next week, do you want to come?" Back? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I knew Wander, who's on your team. Mm-hmm. But I remembered, I I didn't piece it together at all until. Jake referenced that he knew every chapter mm-hmm. in Harry Potter yeah. from memory on the podcast. It's like, wait, I've met someone who knows that. And then I pieced it together that I met you. And I I said, like, that's incredible. And then we never talked again. A bit that Sam set me up for. Yeah. In that. I think mm-hmm. that won the competition. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> every yeah. chapter. Yeah. Like, yeah, if I yeah. could just be like, what's Do like it. the fourth Do book? Yeah. What's the 17th chapter? The four champions. Whoa! Whoa. <laughs> I was Don't, just thinking about that one. Do it. Do it with the grassy too. It's the same. Oh my god, the grassy. The next generation, season six, episode three. Season six, episode three. Uh, True colors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you this remember something like that? What? <laughs> the only thing I remember. Is that is season. amazing. Mm-hmm. Wow. But yeah, that was like twenty. It might have been twenty nineteen. It was twenty nineteen. That was yeah. Halloween. That was that was our improv year. The start of the Tony Awards. Yeah. Was that was, was the, the Tony, Tony Awards started in twenty nineteen? Yeah, but in, in May. Oh. So I'm oh, okay. I was gonna say if you, you were there started that week, that would have that would have been weird. Crazy. That would have been really. But yeah, our, the fact that our our podcast is only like two months younger than our long dead improv team. <laughs> <is kind of crazy. laughs> improv I teams never down, die. Yeah, I'm realizing I turned down to go to that improv show with Connor that year, and we ended <laughs> that was up a sick. Show. We ended up at a, <laughs> at a Halloween party. If you that had was voted all... for the other team, we could have lost. So. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wait, um, yeah, that was. I we know. That was I'm like, I wish. Mm-hmm. That's right. I went alone to that show. That's why I approached you. I probably wouldn't have. I felt like such a loser just staying there by myself. I'm like, I need to say something. <laughs> so. That was you were at our apartment before the show that night. Oh I'm, wait, oh, yes. My. Oh my god, yes. Yeah. I forgot that I can. Like, yeah. Okay, I'm, where were you I'm Halloween sorry. 2019, Mackenzie? I was in fucking Canada. Right, like I don't care. know. Oh, yeah. lucky. I'm not Degrassi. part of this. Yeah. <laughs> you moved to New York like a week before the pandemic, right? I moved to New York February 2021, so it was like oh, yeah. okay. middle of the pandemic. I forget yeah. that those are two different years. So. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. Is this the end of the podcast? Was this episode camp or bad? I think it was camp. <laughs> okay. What do you guys think? Camp. I'm filming the ending. Was this podcast better than Home on the Range? Um, no. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> it was longer. Video, put these headphones on. Yeah, so that's, that's <laughs> tight <laughs> principles right there. <laughs> the fact that you stand up for Home on the Range after all this time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even though I secretly think Monsters Inc. is better. Oh, yeah. But I can't admit that. <laughs> you can't. All right. All right. Bye forever, Jake. Hail payment. Hail payment.